0: Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Katani and the founder of Katani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani. I hope everybody's having a great week. Holy cow. August has comp- just flown by, as I expected to do, as the year has done. But what an incredible month it was. Of course, it was my birthday month and still is for another couple of days. Because why not relish in it? You know what I mean? Uh, so yes, you still have time to wish me happy birthday. Although it was on August 4th, I will accept them uh for another day so happy to take those on (laughs) no but since it is still technically my birthday month i have one request from you guys i don't ask for a lot i feel like but i've got a request from you guys in order to make this podcast better i need a favor and that favor is, I would love it if whatever you're listening on, whether you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, one of the many other platforms out there, I would love it if you would go and please rate and review the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Now I know a lot of people download, and I love that. We're so we're at about three to five hundred downloads a week, which is absolutely amazing. I mean really starting to take off that's that's huge really love to see those numbers but it would help us a ton if you go and hit the subscribe button and rate and review because the subscribers and the ratings and the reviews those are what bring us up the list which therefore get us in front of more people more potential listeners more potential deals for brands and potentially sponsorships which means a bigger team and production and better quality content. It does nothing but help. So before we continue with the episode, I would love it if you guys could do that for me. Rate, review, go ahead and pause it right now. Leave a rating, a review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. That would be absolutely amazing. Now, the second thing is the only thing that I ask for every time. If you're not already on the list, you guys, in order to hear about the new deals, especially if it's a five or six B, I cannot talk about it on the podcast. And I will not talk about it on the podcast because can't have that out there. You know, gotta, gotta follow the sec guidelines in order to do that. That means you've got to be on my list. In order to be on my list, you go to katanicapitalgroup.com. It's katanicapitalgroup.com top right corner, become an investor And you will join my list, okay? Excellent. Now, today I want to talk about a new uh, asset that I have been exploring. And it's not new. It's been out there. But I've been exploring it because in the current economic state that we're in, it's very very appealing for multiple reasons which i'm very very excited about but before we get there before we get there i have another announcement to make if you're not following me on social media you need to at johnny katani across all platforms but that is where you will but if you do follow me on there and i have announced it on here as well You guys, I'm speaking on stage in a month, literally a month from today. I will be speaking on stage Well, a month as I'm recording this. One day less than a month uh, as you're listening. I'm speaking at the scale multifamily event in Denver, Colorado. That's September 28th through the 30th in Denver, Colorado. Tickets are going fast. It's a very intimate setting. There's only 70 tickets available. Seven zero tickets, right? So this isn't a big 500 people. The reason is, is because typically the focus when you go to those big ones is, of course, you know, there's there are good speakers. I definitely listen to at least one, if not two, a day uh, at the big conferences. But the typical focus of the big conferences is networking, right? So instead of having you network out in the halls, what they're doing at scale is they're creating individual rooms. And each room is going to have its own topic. And you just bounce around between the topics. And guess what? When you're in there, you know that the other people are interested in that topic too. So you already have something to talk about. Now, of course, you go to real estate conferences like, okay, everybody's real estate, Right but these are very specific topics right thought leadership you know um debt uh debt equity capital raising you know all the various pieces uh which will allow you very specific and because it's such a small uh such a small group you'll get very it'll be very intimate and you'll get one-on-one with the speakers And you actually have a chance to get your answer, your questions answered as opposed to, you know, the Q and A's that happen when there's 500 people in the room and, you know, four people get to ask their question. Right. So the link to that will be down in the show notes, as well as there is a discount code, Johnny 100, J-O-N-N-Y, the number is 100, all one word for $100 off. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes to make it super easy for you guys. Okay. So without further ado, the new asset class, drum roll, please. Um, Mobile home parks. Okay. Now, I'm sure most of you, as you know, I know that most of my listener base are experienced, sophisticated investors. So mobile home parks are not new to the investment world. They're not a new asset class, but why have I been exploring them? Well, as you guys know, here on the cash flow chronicles, we focus on cash flow. And unfortunately, as I've said before, there are really great multifamily deals happening out there, but there's no cash flow in multifamily right now. Uh you're not going to see cash flow for at least another year, if not closer to 2 years especially on these newer deals, especially if it's a value-add deal, if those are even happening right now. So you're really just not going to see cash flow for a couple of years. And that's fine. If that's what you're into, if you're in there for the equity multiple, great. But most of my investors and pretty much all the investors I talk to are in for cash flow. And why is why are mobile home parks different? Well, they're different for a multitude of reasons. They don't operate like... Uh like um multifamily because sorry, I just fully brain farted there. Uh they don't operate like multifamily for a multitude of reasons. One, you don't have renters, right? A lot of the way the way that these are set up in an ideal scenario is you've got what they have so you have two different style of homes. You've got what they have park-owned homes and you have tenant-owned homes. Park-owned homes, just like it sounds park owns the home, you rent the house, the cost of the space. So for those who don't understand how mobile home works, I'm gonna give you very, very basic now. And I'm gonna assume most of you do, but very, very basically, you know, you've we've all seen mobile home parks, right? We've we've all seen them, you all driven past them, right? You've got a pad. And then the house sits on the pad. Typically how it works is you pay for the pad and you own the home, right? So you own the house, you buy it, you finance it typically through the park, which is another revenue stream. Right. And so that's a big, another incredible opportunity about these and why they don't operate the same as multifamily, because you have the opportunity to sell the home to, so you sell the home to the tenant. That's a tenant owned home. And, they buy it right and these things you guys they cost like 50, 60, like $70,000 to be like a brand new and they're getting up a little bit higher now. They're upwards for like brand new ones they, they cost a little bit more but they're coming back down. It was a big materials thing and there was a shortage of them uh but the cost is coming back down. And a lot of times you're buying used ones anyways, you're not buying them brand new and then fix them up. Fixing them up is Like nothing, you guys. $5,000 will literally redo a whole uh, mobile home. So typically in a tenant-owned home, they buy the house. Uh, If you're doing it right, they're buying it through the park, which is another revenue stream, right? You typically partner with – in this case, you know, in in a lot of cases, they'll partner with some sort of like debt fund to do all the financing of the homes, right? Right? And, and they get a little piece. And then the the owner of the home pays a, a pad fee, like 500 bucks a month, right? 500, 600 bucks a month for the pad. And then on top of that, you have a rub. So they own the house, but it's, you know, the park is not, you know, the park is, you know, and then they pay utilities back to the park, right? So you've got your sewer, your water, your electrical, all of those things, right? In an ideal, like a good operator, this is what they're doing. On the other side of that, you have park-owned homes, right? And there's a couple of reasons you don't want a lot of park-owned homes. The main one being that in order to get agency financing, so in order to go out and get a Fannie and Freddie loan for a mobile home park, you need um you can only have like 20 to 25% of the homes as park owned homes so they really are incentivizing you to have tenant owned homes and that is a uh that's a risk thing because if it's park owned home you run the risk you've got to remember now the tenant base for mobile home parks not bad, right? Now, of course, you get into these very dilapidated class C ones, of course. But you guys, some of these are like class A, like they've got community pools, playgrounds. Sometimes there's like rivers running through them. You know, they've got parks, right? You're talking like a very large piece of property that, you know, houses all these homes on them. like nice paved roads with the whole thing. You know, you ha- you have a carport. Really, really nice class A. And in these class A ones, in order to get agency financing, you can only have basically up to 25% as park owned because of the risk of the tenants just not taking care of the home and having to, you know, and then your attrition is very high. When the tenant owns the home, you know, on average, the turnover for multifamily is about 40% annually turned over. The units are turned over. That's not your vacancy rate, obviously, but turned over. So if you have 100 units every year, 40 of them get new tenants, basically, on average. In mobile home parks, it's like 8 to 12%. It's It's crazy low because the tenants own the homes, right? So they own it. They're going to stay there. Just like when you own a home, you don't just move every year and buy a new house, right? Same exact concept. On top of all of that. The reason why I love this asset class specifically right now is because the way that the economy is trending, you have a lot of people downsizing and the next place to go is an affordable house. And these are very, very affordable, especially when you get it completely remodeled. You've got stainless steel appliances. You know, some of these things still have three beds, two baths. You know, they're nice. When I was a, residential agent i showed a few so they're really nice surprisingly nice if you've never been in one you will be very surprised right so so then you downsize and you live in a class a community so you're talking about you've got a pool now which you probably didn't have before right so you got a pool nice roads parks right it's it's a community so you've got community events neighbors come together barbecues All of these things, and you have a sense of belonging, right? So as you downgrade and you move into affordable housing, that's where that's kind of the the hierarchy, right? Is eventually into a mobile home park. So now more than ever, now they're considered recession resistant. There's really only a couple assets I consider recession resistant. I said self-storage and mobile home parks. And so they're considered recession resistant. Which is just absolutely amazing. And so I've been exploring these and been exploring different operators, different markets. The key to a good market is you want it you want them in a market where affordable housing is not only um condoned, right? So there's not a lot of red tape, not a lot of bureaucracy. You get a lot of times governments, municipalities are like, yeah, you know, in one breath, they're like, yeah, affordable housing, we need it. And then they, you know, will put up all this red tape and make it nearly impossible to ever develop any kind of mobile home park or affordable housing, right? They get the NIMBYism, not in my backyard. So it's important to find the markets where it's accepted, condoned, encouraged, right? They They want it there. You know, and you and and admittedly, you know, even in the class A, it's still a lot of blue collars. So you got to be in markets where there's a lot of blue collar work. But that's totally fine. You guys, that's the backbone of America. And with the way the economy is going, that's the trend is that demographic will downsize out of their class C or C plus or even B apartment. And, you know, they'll go into a mobile home park where it's more affordable. And oh, by the way, you get space. You've got your own space and, and your own house and a carport, potentially, and, and a small yard and a community, right? So you can start to see where the appeal comes in as an investor, right? You know, you're talking cash flow year one. You know what I mean? Like the turnover in terms of the work that needs to be done is not extreme right you're not talking about you know you can do you can do these houses you know you can do you can renovate two in a month right easily very easily renovate two in a month get them sold you're talking selling 24 a year right so in a big let's say hundred let's say hundred pad complex you know and you've gotta you know let's say turn 50 of them you know, you're able to do half of them every year, right? In the first two years. So two years in and you've got them all completely renovated, you get occupancy up to a hundred because you get a strong base of tenant owned homes and they want to stay and they stay and you don't have that high turnover and you don't have to constantly fill them, right? And, you know, the pad, the pad fee goes up every year, just like rents go up, you know, 5% Five percent every year. Same thing. Right. So you're increasing your NOI, which is increasing your cash flow. You've got other opportunities, right? On-site laundry, coin operated laundry, right? Other opportunities for revenue. Now, of course, that's available in in multifamily as well. But uh, you know, and then operational-wise, you know, you'll have an on-site manager, but You know, these good operators are buying multiple parks in the same city, which just is just the most efficient you can get, right? Just like a good multifamily operator is going to buy as many parks in or as many, you know, they'll dial in in one market, right? You think Rise 48 in Phoenix, you know, their operational efficiency is massive because they're all within, you know, driving range of each other, right? So the operation becomes you know you can a good operator can come in and reduce uh expenses simply because they have the uh economies of scale so so there you have it there's a little intro into the new asset class that i've been looking at um as always trying to bring you guys you know as much cash flow as possible and um just going to keep unlocking those but in order to hear about the actual deals that are coming out, you've got to be on the list. Again, katani capitalgroup.com, top right corner. Uh become an investor. If you're new to investing, then you're gonna to want to go to the chronicles.com. same name as the podcast, thecashflowchronicles.com, sign up. That will also put you on my list. So you'll also hear about the deals. But on top of that, you will get my video series for brand new investors five steps to your first passive investment, okay? Thank you guys so much for listening as always. I love you, I'm extremely grateful. This podcast would not be possible without you. I will talk to you on Friday, enjoy the rest of your week, see ya. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to katanicapitalgroup.com to learn more.